0: Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is Give and Be Rewarded. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo.
1: Today I want to talk to you about some very important things. I'm just going to get started right now. Don't have a lot of time to waste. I'm only on 15 minutes a week, so please remember the time that I'm on, usually Saturday night, perhaps Sunday night, mostly Saturday night around the country, all over the country right now, everywhere from Bakersfield to Los Angeles to Tucson, Arizona, Albuquerque, Indianapolis, Indiana, Omaha, Nebraska, Kansas City, Pensacola, Florida, York, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Richmond, Virginia, all over the country. And so, I'm only on once a week, so it's like an infomercial. The problem, what's killing you right now is your emotions, your emotional reaction to people, places, situations. You react and react and react, and you give up your life. That's right, you give up your life. Not only do you give up your life force, when you react to temptation, or when you react to things that or people that you use as temptation, you give up your life. And so you go around and give and give and give, but see, you don't know how to give to people. You don't know how to give. Christ said something very interesting. He said, let your left hand not know what your right hand is doing. Do You understand? There's deep, deep meaning in it, but more importantly, there's down-to-earth practical advice. When you give to someone else and you expect something in return, some ego benefit, you want them to give you approval or to say you're a nice person, or if you give to someone expecting some ego perk, you know, where you you, you give so that they'll say you're a great person, that type of thing, or when you give to someone out of resentment. See, they ask you in a syrupy way to do something for them, and you don't really want to do it, and you resent it, and then you do it. You're doing, you're reacting. Can you see that you're reacting? When you do something angrily, when you do something excitedly, when you do something ambitiously, you're using the wrong energy. You bring forth your energy, and in that resentment, in that excitement, in that ambition, in that clawing and craving and looking for something from other people, They take your energy from you. That's right. They take it. No wonder you feel drained. Haven't you ever wondered why when you, you around certain people, you feel drained? Or how about when you go on vacation? You go on a vacation to some big amusement park or something. You come back tired. You come back more drained than when you left. You know why? Because they drained you of your life and your money. Do you understand? So I just want to make you aware of that. So Christ said, let your left hand not know what your right hand is doing. In other words, give spontaneously. Remember he said, if someone asks you for your shirt, shirt then give him your shirt and give him your coat too. But people don't understand what he meant. What he meant is just give without expecting anything in return. Don't resent it. And just give, that's all. But then on the other hand, if they ask you to do something and it's not your job or it doesn't seem like the right thing to do or what you do for them, they could do for themselves and just say no just say no, but without resentment. Do you understand? Because when you do something spontaneously from the goodness of your heart, without thought of the consequences, without expecting anything in return, then you don't get any reward, any ego boost from it at all. But instead, you get a reward from God. God rewards you. You get his approval. Do you understand? Christ told us not to do things so that we might be seen by other people, but to do it so that God will secretly know what you're doing, and then he will reward you. Do you understand? So what can you do? Well, you can get my little meditation. Start practicing it so you can have a little mental distance. Right now, you're too close to everything and too reactive. And then stand back and become more spontaneous. Watch out for resentment. Let it pass. See, that's a response to temptation. Watch out for anger. Do things calmly without ambition. Go about your business simply. And if you give, then just give spontaneously. Let it go. And don't resent other people for asking. And then if they ask you to do something that's not something you should do, then just say no without resentment. And you'll be safe and you'll stop leaking your life. You'll stop leaking your life. I'm a man with a microphone, so people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. If you listen to this program and you can hear where I'm coming from, you can hear that I'm coming from a different place. Not the usual place where I'm being manipulative and where I'm making ego appeals or where I'm trying to seduce you or wow you or impress you. If you can just, if you can see that I'm coming from a different place and you kind of like that, then you need to keep listening to this program. Like I said last week, I'm on a fishing expedition. See, some people don't like this. There's something about the program they don't like. Other people, they just don't get it. Some people, a lot of people don't want to get it, see? Because if if they started to get it, then they would would see what a, I'm sorry for laughing, they would see what a sorry mess their life is. They just go around reacting and getting upset and getting angry and being resentful and doing out of obligation and resenting it and then giving too much, see? Giving too much, spoiling other people, giving their life substance, paying too much, and then resenting it, and feeling drained, and feeling angry, and then going home and taking it out on their kids. That's no way to live. And a lot of men scratch their head. They don't understand why their wife is unhappy. They don't understand why their kids are rebelling. They don't get it. You have to get it. The way to get it is to listen to someone like me. Maybe it'll sink in. Maybe. Maybe It'll begin with just a little realization. Begin to realize that, that somehow you're not living quite properly. And you've always tried to escape from realizing that because it brings a little bit of anxiety. Because you're moving with the wrong energy. You're moving with anger, with resentment, with ambition, with excitement. People prod you and goad you and pressure you, and then you react, and then you do. But every time you do that, not only are you not living your own life, not only are you just reacting like an animal, but you're giving up your life, your life energy. You have to learn how to do for other people without giving up your life. See, because when you give up your life to other people, then there's a danger that you will become a vampire yourself. You'll become a predator yourself. You give to them and give to them. They take your life. They take your energy. They take your money. They take your substance. And then, what do they give you in return? Well, a little pat on the back. That little ego, something that you were looking for. But not only that, but you get the identity. You get their identity, and then you become like them. And then you have to find someone weaker to retrieve the energy that you lost to those who are bigger bullies than you are. That's not a way to live. So find the kind of way that Christ tried to tell people about. Of being in the world, but not of the world. Of doing for other people spontaneously, with a twinkle in your eye, with a light touch. And being honest with people instead of being phony. And not expecting things from other people. See, that's the problem. You do for others and you expect something. When you don't get it, you resent them. So what you've done is you not only are you doing things egotistically and so you're giving up your life, but you're using them for your ego, to support your ego. And then when you don't get from them what you want, then you resent them. So you're using them again and you're giving up more life. So now you must start to live the way Christ told us to live. And it begins by hearing someone like me, getting my little meditation, learning to get centered. And go out in the world and go about your business without being so emotional, without being so close, without giving up your life and without needing to demand the life of others. Then you'll be free and they will be free too. They'll be free of you and your clawing and your grasping. See? But here's the thing, just hearing about religion, hearing about God, hearing about Jesus, is not enough. You have to experience Him in your innermost being. And what's blocking you right now from experiencing Him is undoubtedly resentment and being lost in your thoughts, lost in your daydreams and work, lost in your worries and doubts and fears. And so you have to learn how to stand back from those so you can get clear of them, okay? It's like being under the ocean coming up to the surface and there's the blue sky and the puffy clouds and you take a deep breath of fresh air. That's what you need to do to come out of those daydreams that become nightmares. Rise above them and then find reality. The blue sky and the puffy clouds and where the birds are singing and that's why I've made a little meditation too. I've made a little meditation that has been very very helpful to some people. It's been very helpful to me and I think uh, could be just what what you need, if you really and truly want to get better, okay, and find out the purpose for your existence and find out just where you've been going wrong and what's been blocking you from finding all the good things that life can hold. It doesn't work for everybody. You have to be willing to face the truth. You have to see that you're not living your own life and you have to yearn for something Maybe you don't even know what you're yearning for, but you're yearning for something good, something pure, something innocent, something that's missing in your life right now. Something is missing, isn't it? And you try to fill that missing with other people, with excitement, with pleasure, with distractions, with music, with videos, with food, with alcohol, with cigarettes, with marijuana with work, with study, with classes, with courses, with applause from others. You try to fill the emptiness, the missing. But what's missing, what's missing is your Creator. You must refind Him. So stop looking to other people for approval and support. Look to Him. Go about your life, do your duty, and don't resent other people. Don't forget they're lost sheep too. Christ said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Do you understand? They're just as lost as you are, maybe more lost. At least you can hear this program. They don't have anyone that can tell them the truth and help them, so forgive. Don't feel sorry for them either. That's another reaction. But just have a true compassion for them and go about your business and meditate to become centered and refine your true path and your purpose in life.
0: Some stations carry only the 15 minute version of Shedding Shackles. To hear the complete 30 minute program, Go to www.sheddingshackles.com and click on Listen. That's www.sheddingshackles.com.
2: Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program.
0: Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. I encourage you to visit the resources available at SheddingShackles.com. If you click on Listen, you can download the most recent program to your mobile device. And you can listen to archived programs stretching back to the year 2009. I'm also a pianist and played some of the music examples that you hear on Shedding Shackles, such as El Puerto from the Piano Suite Iberia by Isaac Albéniz. Thanks for listening.
1: Those of you who are listening Sunday morning in San Bernardino, Riverside, Temecula, parts of Los Angeles and thereabouts, well, you're getting the half-hour program. Well, actually, 28 minutes but some of you are listening in because you're listening on the internet or some of you heard the 15-minute version and you were able to find this i'm glad you did and i'm glad you're listening now i was talking about uh the meditation i i began to say let me tell you about the meditation and then i went on i went on a tangent but it was a good tangent so the meditation is so simple I I basically have two meditations. I have a free one that's like eight minutes long, and then I have a nice classic four-part meditation. They're both beautiful, but let me just talk about the free one. If you go to my website now, what is my website? It's sheddingshackles dot com. Shedding shackles, one word. There's no dash or anything. Just shedding shackles, all all strung together. Or you can also go to www.weeklypastor.com. If you're using a mobile device, just enter www.weeklypastor.com. And they both take you to the same place. When you get there, you'll see a nice little slideshow. There it is a nice slideshow. one of the slides says meditation so just push on that and it takes you to the free meditation there you can download it you can watch a nice little video that has the meditation a slideshow or you can get it from soundcloud so you, you should really do that get the meditation and start to practice it if you're not already now i wanted to talk about emotions i began the program by saying I want to talk about emotions, and I, I talked about them in a roundabout way. Do you understand what emotion is? Do you understand that when you react emotional, when you, let me put it this way, when you react to stress on the outside, you're reacting to the will behind the stress. And when you react to the will be, behind the stress, it gets inside. And your emotion, now listen, your emotion is actually the image of that will, of that stress. It's a, an interior, how can I say this, analog, or it's a representation of that stress. So on the outside, the will of someone is, let's say, to upset you. Then when you become upset, you take that in. What is your emotion? But it's a way of, it's a palpable way for your body to then mount a response to that internalized stress. The stress was on the outside. Then, now it's on the inside because your emotion, whether it's anger, upset, resentment, hurt feelings, depression, excitement, greed, whatever it is, that emotion is a representation of the stress. It's a palpable physical representation so that, that affects every cell of your body. Do you understand that? In other words, if you just simply thought about stress, like you would think about a math problem or something, then it doesn't affect your body. But when the emotion means that you have responded to, you have reacted egotistically to the stress, in other words, your soul, has reacted with resentment or excitement to some temptation or something that stands in for temptation. And then the emotion is the way your body then feels that, it becomes aware of that stress. I'm not doing a very good job of describing it, but I think you might get it. See, your cells don't think they have to have something by which they know what it is that you're concerned about. And so when you get angry at someone, then that anger spreads through the whole body and all your cells and all your nerves know the anger and then they get ready for fight or flight or something. Do you understand? So what that means is that you have taken in the stress and you've taken it in as an image in the mind, a memory, a picture, a notion. A thought, and then an emotion in the body, and then the emotion in the body. I'll just use anger again, which represents the stress. In other words, if someone reacts to a stress and they get angry, then when you see them, and you see them all angry and banging things around, and their face is red, and they're breathing hard, and their teeth are clenched, and They said they got a headache, and so on. All of that is the emotion that is now going throughout their whole body. And you know you can't throw that off just like that. It takes time to run its course. So now not only have you internalized the stress, but it's spread around and it's developed some longevity. But then the emotion itself, the emotion then drives thought. Then it affects thoughts. So then more thoughts come. Endless thoughts about distress and what you're going to do and what you have to do and so on and so forth. See? So the secret is don't get upset in the first place. Don't react in the first place. So any emotion, anger, fear, resentment, hostility, irritation, unhappiness, bitterness, jealousy, hurt feelings... Any emotion, excitement, dread—see, I was going to say dread—all of them are the way in which the image of distress is recreated inside in a palpable way, so that all of your cells experience it and then can mount, can then rally together for something. You see. But if you didn't react to the stress then you wouldn't need any emotion. Do you understand? So you must learn how to go through life without becoming emotional, without becoming upset, upset or excited. And the way to do that is to get to meditation, learn a little mental distance. And the mental distance will give you the power to stand back and, and just watch and just observe without being upset. You, you know how like when you're a tourist and you're traveling somewhere and you look at everything, all the people and bridges and beautiful parks and, and see what people are doing and what they're eating. and what, It's all so much fun just to watch, just to observe. That's how you must go through life. Just observe people and don't hate them. See, that's, that's the worst reaction of all and it affects your whole body. But just watch them. Don't hate them. Don't judge them. Just watch them. Observe them. And if you don't understand, if they're sometimes confusing, and you don't know what, why they do what they do, don't try to figure it out. Just see what they're doing. And let it, just let it pass. Go about your business. That's very important. You understand now when you take stress in. So obviously, when the deer is in the forest, And suddenly there is a lion. Well, the lion is a stress. And the will of the lion is to devour the deer. And so the deer experiences emotion so that the whole body, every cell, will then somehow know that there's something out there that's dangerous and all the cells have to get together and then run. Do you understand? So if you don't resent people, if you're not angry at them, if you're not irritated at them, if you don't resent them, if you don't get your feelings hurt by them, and you're not jealous of them, and, and you're not excited to take advantage of them, then you just remain calm. And then you can see what to do, if anything, and then a new energy will come from within, an energy that's not emotion, but it comes from the inner light in which you see. And then you just move gracefully, graciously, calmly it's beautiful so that's what you have to do you understand then you'll be free of that then later you can learn to deal with the internalized stress that you that has gotten inside maybe starting long ago and God's inner light will teach you also how to deal with that and the way to deal with it is the same way just watch it Don't react to it. It's so simple. It's so beautiful. Christ came to bring all of this to us. So heed his words. Meditate for mental distance and for calmness. Learn to connect to your inner ground of good from God. Connect to it. Flow from it. Love it. Cherish it. Cherish what you know in your heart. What you knew when you were a little tiny child, cherish it and love it. and Don't resent people. And you'll be safe. And not only that, but you'll begin to know joy and peace of mind. And a bounty of benefits so much, you won't hardly even be able to receive them all. They'll be so wonderful and so many. Not because I say so, but because that's the way it will be when you turn toward your Creator, then that's what happens. So, may I recommend that you get the little meditation that will teach you how to become still and get a little separation from those thoughts that now pull you into them and those emotions that pull you into them. When you stand back, You're free to realize, you're free to understand, and you're free to be patient. Stand back, and you will discover a whole new way of living. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye.